Hello, and welcome to What's Pissing You Off Wednesday, a weekly episode of my podcast, the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart, stand-up comedian who lives in Vermont. I've been called the angriest comedian in Vermont, which isn't hard to do if you live up here. But anyway, this episode, What's Pissing You Off Wednesday for October 7th, 2020, is an episode, what basically happens is I rant about stuff on the behalf of others so they don't have to. Yes, that's right. And this is a historical episode in... I'm not sure if I'll ever do this again. It's a video version of What's Pissing You Off Wednesday because I thought, why not do it on video? Because you got to try things, right? You got to try stuff. It's important to try things. So this episode, like I said, is video only. Not actually only. There is an audio version as well. At least I hope there will be. If it doesn't work, then I don't know what the hell is going to happen. But... As I was trying to say, this podcast, um, this episode of my podcast is where I rant about stuff on other people's behalf so they don't have to. And they let me know, mostly through Facebook, where I ask people, what's pissing you off? And they tell me. And then I use that as content for a podcast episode. Makes sense. There's other ways you can catch me too and let me know what's happening. You can pretty much come up to my face and tell me what's pissing you off. I've had that happen a couple times. You can email me mctaggartattack at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at mctaggartattack. There's also Facebook pages for the mctaggartattack podcast and my stand-up comedian page where you can tell me there too. So Let's just go on to the first contribution. There will be four contributions today. So let's go on to the first contribution. Huge fan of the podcast. Shelby McDonald has a contribution. She writes, My stupid phone gives me a warning when I try to turn up the volume on something I'm listening to. It basically tells me that listening to loud stuff will damage my hearing. It's really annoying. That is quite annoying, Shelby. Oh my gosh. I, I, I don't know if I've ever had my phone warn me that it's getting too loud. I, I don't... That, that doesn't quite understand. I, I've never had, like, my phone tell me that it's too freaking loud. Are you kidding me? Too loud? Who can, who can, what, I'm, st you must not have an iPhone is probably what the deal is. Cause like, I, I have an iPhone and I've never had that happen before. My first bit of advice to you before I rant on your behalf is get an iPhone. I swear, most of the time when people complain to me about their phones, I'm like, do you have an iPhone? And they're like, no. And I'm like, get an iPhone. By the way, this podcast is unofficially sponsored by iPhone. But anyway, that is annoying when your phone tries to dictate your life. I, it, it's just, 
aggravating to me. I do actually have that happen with my iPhone because now I have like an Apple Watch and it tracks your health and your sleep and it tells you when to go to bed and all that stuff. And it, it can even tell me how much water to drink. It can even tell me when I should wash my hands. I haven't turned on that option and I don't plan to turn on that option. But I mean, seriously, what, what I actually, actually, you know what? I have actually, there is actually a thing on the iPhone that tells me how loud it's been. And I, it, for, fortunately for me, it hasn't gotten that loud yet it, for them to warn me or tell me that I'm being too loud with my iPhone. Maybe, maybe I am actually being a responsible person by not being too loud for my phone. But still, that, that is interesting. I, I'm sick and tired of technology trying to run my life yet i still want technology to run my life i'm a sad person and apparently so are you shelby but it's just ah uh, it's frustrating you know it's it's quite an awful line that we have to walk between like do do we want our phones to tell us what to do or do we not want our phones to tell us what to do I kind of don't want our phones to tell us what to do. I'm sick of our phones telling us what to do. But at the same time, I still kind of do want them to tell us what to do. But our phone, the, the people, you know what we should be doing? We should be telling our phones what to do instead of the other way around. Didn't it used to be like that? But it's not like that anymore. But it should still be like that. Thank you for your contribution. Let's go on to the next one. Natalie Miller, co-owner of the Vermont Comedy Club, has a contribution. She writes, There are currently no donuts in my house. Thank you for the contribution, Natalie. Quite frankly, I don't know what I would do I woke up sun, one Sunday morning and my dad, who usually buys the donuts, told me that he's not buying the donuts today. If, if there's one thing I need on a Sunday morning, it's donuts. Okay? I need to eat some donuts. I don't care how unhealthy they are. Okay? I don't care how unhealthy they are. I need some donuts. And I'm going to get some donuts on a Sunday. I don't care. It has to be. I have to have donuts on Sunday. That's the rules. That's, that's the way it has to be. That's the way it is. I need, I need donuts on Sunday. Or whatever day you like to have donuts. I don't know. I think you sent me this on a Sunday. So I'm assuming you have donuts on Sunday. Like most normal people should. Seriously, I, I, I need donuts on Sunday. I can't imagine not having donuts on Sunday. If I don't have donuts on a Sunday, my entire week is ruined. Ruined. Like, I understand that we're in a virus pandemic right now and we have to make certain sacrifices, but I will tell you one thing. One sacrifice that I refuse to make is donuts. I need donuts donuts especially during a virus pandemic especially during a virus pandemic i need my freaking donuts and a coffee too preferably from dunkin donuts so there you go
Thank you very much for your contribution, Natalie. Let's go on to the next one. The next contribution is from Maine stand-up comedian, Mike Gray. He writes, People who don't pick up after their dogs. This is especially annoying this time of year, when leaves cover all the dog feces and I step in it because I can't see it. It's still there. The leaves don't make it magically disappear. Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike, this is, this is something that really annoys the crap out of me. Like, ever since the pandemic started, I've been um, walking nature trails and over in Hanover, New Hampshire, across the river from here in Vermont. It's a safe state. It's a safe county to do it. So don't get on my back about going over to New Hampshire to do stuff because I can't. All right, get off my back. But it's 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 obnoxious to me because I will I will go into the nature trails, and you know I I I try to be alert because I don't know when a wild animal will spring out and try to kill me. So I pay attention to everything. I look around and everything. Like, it's like clockwork. Almost every single time I'm walking a nature trail. I don't necessarily see poop out in a natural setting. But what I do see are those bags of poop along the trail. Now, I'm no dog owner. I used to have a dog. Don't have one anymore. Gave it away when I moved back up here to Vermont. But I had a dog before the whole bag your poop thing was a thing. But I'm pretty sure the rules with bagging your dog's poop is pick it up. You have to pick it up, right? That That's what you have to do. You have to pick up the dog's poop. And if you don't like that's the thing like I will walk I will walk along and I will see like it's almost like a trail of poop bags along the trail and it just infuriates me I'm like what the, what the hell are they doing they're just leaving it there why do they just leave it there I'm not even sure if they come back and pick it up some some people have some people forget to pick it up or they allegedly forget to pick it up but like seriously, if 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 you're if if you're gonna bag up the poop, carry it with you. I don't care how bad it smells. You know what it is. You know what it smells like. If you're not gonna pick up the your dog's poop, then 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 why even have a dog for crying out loud? Why even walk it along the trail? I'll even see it in town on the sidewalk. People will leave the bags on the sidewalk. What the sense is that? Pick it up, take it with you. You know what you do? You bring another bag, maybe a scent, a scented type trash bag or something, and just drop it in there. What's the fucking problem? Or maybe when you go on a trail, just don't take your damn dog if you're not going to pick up after it. People suck. Thanks for the contribution, Mike. I believe we have one more. So here we go. 
This last contribution is from good friend and fellow stand-up comedian Samantha O'Day. She writes, School COVID rules during cold and flu season. You need a doctor's note for every single little thing. Thanks, Sam, for the contribution. It, that, that has to be very frustrating. I have some questions about this that just make me, you know, wonder what the hell are we doing? Do we even know what we're doing about this? I mean, are we even sure we're doing the right damn thing about this? Like, I've had uh, friends who have kids who've had like stomach bugs and stuff and have been told, oh, you can't come back until you get a doctor's note. Or you can't come back until you have get a doctor's note and have them tested for COVID. For a stomach flu. I didn't know stomach flu, stomach ache was a symptom, okay? I just, I, how freaking precautious do we have to be? You know, it just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense to me. You know, it's just like, how many damn doctor's notes are we going to have to, are the doctors going to have to write? You know, the doctors must be sick of writing notes at this point. And not literally sick, just, you know, figuratively sick. But it's it's just, it's just ridiculous how, how the process involved in all of this. Like, I, I just, I, I understand that there's a lot of remote learning going on, but sometimes there's not. But I just... It's just stupid, all these stupid rules that we have to go through, you know, when, I mean, like, it's just all these steps and these things that we have to do and, like, the, the doctor's notes and having to have them tested, and it's just, it's just a pain in the butt, really. I mean, I, of course they're going to be sick right now. It's cold and flu season, you know? It's just, it's just, it's just ridiculous to me the number of hoops that we have to go through if your kid is sick. But you know that they don't have COVID. I mean, they're not like coughing or sneezing or anything. If they have like a stomach bug, then that's it. They have a stomach bug. They should, you just shouldn't need a damn COVID test for a kid to, for a stomach bug. First of all, I would have to think with most kids, if you're going to try to stick something up their nose, it's going to scare them and, and like, you know, put them in an even worse mood and make them cry. You know, if I was a kid getting a COVID test, I would not approve of that. I would not be happy about that. I, I would probably never have, probably never be able to go to school again because I'd never be able to get the COVID test. You know, because I got stomach bugs all the time. Who the fuck didn't throw up in class every once in a while? And it, 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 that's what it is, though. It's just, it's that. It's a, it's a stomach bug or whatever the hell it was or nerves or something. And it's just, it's just a thing that kids get. It's not COVID-19. Every Everything we get, every disease we get, every time we get sick, it can't be COVID all the fucking time. Must be a fucking line that we have to draw. Well, thank you very much for the contribution, Sam. And thank you very much to the contributions of everybody else who's contributed today. Shelby, Natalie, Mike, and Sam. I said it already. Anyway, um, if you liked the video today, uh, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel and uh, like the episode. Uh, feel free to comment if you didn't. Um, if you're listening to this on an audio podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. 
and I hope everybody has a lovely what's pissing you off Wednesday. And that's the bottom line. If you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking.